Hello listeners and welcome to the podcast Shishikata and our new series Ask a Sinister Kingdom. Yes, so today is the first episode and before we go ahead um what does sinister mean? Yeah. Uh so sinister is anything where you know you feel something harmful or something evil is happening or about to happen. Oh you just have an instinct okay something harmful or something evil is about to happen yeah that gives an idea of sinister yes so it need not be actually scary or uh, you know not be like the haunted story types it could that could also be included but it could also be a regular activity which is done with an intention of being evil or with an intention of harming someone yeah So that's it. I just wanted to give a quick brief on that so you know what is the story, what type of stories are going to come. Yeah. And um let's start with today's story and what better way to start our series than starting it on October 31st, Halloween. Yes. So wishing all my listeners a very happy Halloween. and yeah be ready with your bag of trick or treats uh maybe you won't get a physical trick or treat through this podcast but definitely some trick or treat some questions that is going to stay in your mind after listening to the story and yeah i think you just have to find a solution to it and get back to me So it's going to be a mental it's going to be a trick or treat for the brain yes that could be oh wait that's a good name for a series oh okay i should think about that okay so let's go ahead with today's story and oh yeah uh, i'm sorry listeners if you hear in between uh, like the story if you hear some puff and some crackling noises those are of the firecrackers and because for us it's the diwali festival that's just around the corner people people have already started bursting firecrackers yes i tried my best to edit out the sounds but in case it just comes in between because there was too much of noise and i wasn't able to edit out everything so yes do bear with me and sorry for that Okay so that note let's go ahead with today's story and I'm for talking around the bush yeah so let's jump into into today's story The case of the giant mouse trap Idaville crook stoned pale at the mention of the town they knew what to expect there a fast trip to jail no one Grown up or child got away with breaking the law in Idavili. Police across the nation wondered, how did Idavili do it? What was the secret behind its record of law and order? Idavili looked like many other seaside towns. It had lovely beaches, three movie theaters and four banks, and of course, it had a police station. But that was not the real headquarters of the war on crime. A quiet red brick house on Rover Avenue was. In the house lived Encyclopedia Brown, 
अमेरिका शर्लक होम्स इन स्नीकर्स मिस्टर ब्राउन एनसाइक्लोपीडिया फादर वॉज चीफ ऑफ पुलिस ही वॉज ब्रेव एंड स्मार्ट बट वंस इन अल ही केम अक्रॉस अ केस दैट नो वन ऑन द फोर्स कट क्रैक एंड वेन दैट हैपन चीफ ब्राउन न्यू वॉट टू डू ही वेंट होम एट द डिनर टेबल He told the facts to Encyclopedia. One telling was enough before the meal was over. Encyclopedia had solved the mystery for him. Chief Brown was proud of his only child. He wanted it written in every school book. The greatest detective in history wears sneakers to work. But who would believe such a statement? Who would believe that, that the brains behind Idavelli's crime cleanup was ten years old? History wasn't ready for that, so Chief Brown said nothing. Encyclopedia never let slip a word about the help he gave his father. He didn't want to seem different from other fifth graders, but there was nothing he could do about his nickname. He was stuck with it. Only his parents and his teachers called him by his real name, Leroy. Everyone else called him Encyclopedia. An encyclopedia is a book, a set of books filled with all kinds of facts. Just like Encyclopedia's head, Encyclopedia had read more books than anyone in the Davile, and he never forgot what he read. He might say he was the only library in America whose steps left footprints with a saw-toothed thread. At the dinner table one Friday night, Chief Brown stirred his soup slowly. It was a sign that Encyclopedia and his mother knew well a case was troubling him. After a moment, Chief Brown put down his spoon and said, Salvatore Cluster is at it again. Ah, oh, no! Groaned Encyclopedia. Salvatore was an unemployed inventor and artist. He lived in Idavelli six months of the year. The rest of the time, he spent hanging his paintings in museums. Authorities removed them the instant they were discovered. Do you know the old saying? Build a better mousetrap, and the world will beat a path to your door," asked Chief Brown. Salvatore thought it said "bigger mousetrap." Chief Brown explained. Salvatore had built a mousetrap eight feet long, six feet wide, and five feet high. It had a motor and wheels, and it could go faster than a speeding mouse. A museum of art in New York City had been interested for a while, but the museum had wounded Salvatore's pride. It had asked him to pay the shipping cost. Next, he had tried an exterminating company. He had thought the mouse trap would make good advertising. Turned down, he had parked his creation on the front lawn at City Hall. The problem is that. No one wants it there, and yet no one wants to move it. Salvatore won't drive it off, or rather, he's unable to. He hit the key, and now he can't find it," said Chief Brown. "What?" 
How absolutely wild! Why did he hide the key? Said Mrs. Brown. He was angry at the wolf for refusing his art. Said Chief Brown, taking a notebook from his breast pocket. Maybe you can help, Leroy. I wrote down everything Salvatore told me. Using his notes, Chief Brown related what had happened. About one o'clock that afternoon, Salvatore left the mouse trap in front of City Hall, and announced bitterly, "It's my gift to Idabelle." Just then, a police car pulled up. Salvatore thought he was about to be arrested. Frightened, he fled into City Hall, hoping to escape through the rear exit. In the lobby, he slipped on the marble floor. His head banged against a pillar. Dazed, he made his way unsteadily to the bank of elevators, which was nearer than the rear exit. He remembered that in the sub basement there was a stairway that led up. To Fourth Street at the side of the building, it seemed to him the best means of getting away. As he rode dizzily down in the elevator, he grew angry. People had laughed enough at his art and inventions. He decided to strike back. When he got off the elevator, he hid the ignition key to the mouse trap. He put it in one of the trash boxes standing in a corner. If the police caught him, they would not find the key. The elevator car he had ridden was one of the two that serviced the underground floor. He had just hidden the key when he saw the other elevator coming down. The police, he thought, were in full chase. He was still dizzy and he realized that he had no chance of outrunning his pursuers, so he decided not to use the stairs to Fourth Street. He pressed the up button on the wall. The doors of his elevator opened, and he took it to the second floor. From there, he hurried down the fire stairs to the ground floor and escaped out the rear exit. Chief Brown closed his notebook. That's about all of it, he said. I found Salvatore at his sister's house. He was sorry about hiding the key, but it is too late. Why? asked Mrs. Brown. The sub basement is the only floor that's cleaned out on Fridays. All the trash there, including the box with the key, was trucked to the dump and burned. Um, is the key really so important? Why can't the mousetrap be pushed off the lawn? Said Mrs. Brown. Chief Brown chuckled. When Salvatore hit the key, he may have been dizzy, but he was clear-headed about city government. Um, I don't understand. Said Mrs. Brown. Chief Brown took a deep breath. The police department won't touch the mousetrap. We claim it's a job of the Department of Parks. They say it's the job of the Department of Roads. It may be the job of the fire department or the dog pound. The mayor is looking up the law.、Mm. Then the mousetrap will stay on the lawn for weeks," said Mrs. Brown. "Mm-hmm. 
Chief Brown nodded. There the thing sits, right in the middle of town, waiting for a mouse the size of a dragon. It's Salvatore's revenge. A long silence fell upon the room. Mrs. Brown glanced at the encyclopedia. He had not asked his one question. Usually he needed but one question to solve a case. He had closed his eyes. He always closed his eyes when he did his heaviest thinking. Suddenly his eyes opened. He asked his question. Um, how many flows are there in City Hall, Dad? Chief Brown thought for a moment. Mm, there's the sub-basement at the bottom, and then the basement um, above ground are five floors. What does that have to do with the problem, Leroy? The problem is to get the mousetrap moved, said Mrs. Brown. Hmm. I just wanted to be certain there wasn't another floor below the sub-basement, replied the boy detective. His parents looked at him, puzzled. The key wasn't taken to the dump. It's still where Salvatore put it, said Encyclopedia. So listeners, what made Encyclopedia so sure? Um, think about it. See if you're able to crack the case, yeah? Um, listen to the story if needed once again and try to remember whatever were the, the story told by uh, Mr. Brown, by the chief, yeah? Um, I have emphasized on the portion where the answer lies. So if that is a hint and it helps you out, very good. So do let me know. Listen to the story again and let me know your answers. Let us also put ourselves in encyclopedia's shoes and try to solve the case. Yeah. And if you get it very well, come back in our next episode to find out if your answer is right. And if not, I will be sharing the answers. Let's do it on um Thursday, yeah, maybe just get back to the podcast on Thursday. I'll share the answer to this case, yes. And you know what to do, right? Share your comments, your answers at my Twitter handle at the rate Roshnieski. You can also drop a comment at sishu underscore kata at the rate outlook.com. I am waiting for all you young encyclopedias to solve the case and get back to me with your answers, okay? And as I had mentioned earlier, Diwali, about Diwali Festival, in case you are interested and want to know what Diwali is, I did an episode last year. I'll maybe put the link in the podcast description. Do check it out. If you haven't heard it, yeah, it would give you an idea of what is the Diwali Festival. And if you have heard it and you still want to listen to it again, you are more than welcome, okay? Okay, then I'll see you on Thursday with the answer to this story. Okay, see ya. Bye. Take care and have a wonderful week ahead. Bye.